Welcome to Lucky Boys Podcast. I'm Will. I'm Norm. Welcome to our new <laughs> setup. It's been our we have like it's our second new second new setup, right? So yeah. we have yeah we have uh, studios around the world. So <laughs> we're right now we're in Paris. No, I'm just kidding. No, I wish. Um, actually, no. I, I'm happy <laughs> considering like, everything. Yeah, we're not in Europe. The, all the craziness going around around the world. I, I like being where I'm at. Yeah, but we're we are in the epicenter of we, near, You know, we, we're in New York. We are, New York, but it's so. it's a devil that I know. Yeah, I I wouldn't want to be in Paris. I don't I don't speak the language. True. Yeah. I I don't know the customs there. I don't know how racist to be. <laughs> I mean, at yeah. least here I could I I get a gauge for the level of racism, uh, which is kind of crazy, man. Everything that uh, we've been talking about has come true and then some. Yeah. And uh, I know we talked about this in our last episode, but now it seems like a lot more people are catching on. Um, I actually see media coverage in regards to some of the racism surrounding and the xenophobia surrounding coronavirus yeah, yeah. and, and Asians specifically. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and you know what? It, I just want to make this clear is that, um, you know, I, I'm seeing a lot of things where, I mean, even in our comment section, as, as we discussed that, um, you know, we're going to see some racism there and especially on social media. I mean, if people could hide behind a veil they're gonna they're gonna talk crazy. Maybe they might they may not even uh, they just want to get a reaction out of people, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but in person, though, that's the crazy shit. That's the stuff that I'm seeing, like the targeting of 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 you know little girls that are like five feet tall, and and they're feeling like a big tough guy, you know, talking shit, hitting them. Yeah, I mean that's that's wild, man. It's bringing out some some of the uh, the ugliest people. Yeah, you hear about you hear about people, Asians just buying up guns right. just to protect themselves you know right. and you, and you don't hear stories of of people uh being harassed that that can protect themselves you know of people course. these who, people these people are just going after people who are defenseless you, you think you think you know? any kkk members will go up to mike tyson <laughs> you know what i mean they could they, they may oh, hate man. they may hate black folks they but, stupid. <laughs> if, but they're not stupid. If they see Mike that Tyson, they're they yeah. not going to curse him out and 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 drop n bombs all over him or disrespect him in any way. Yeah. So it's like that. You, it, I mean, they look at the Asians. They don't know which one's crazy because you know Asians. A lot of Asian guys in general that are healthy, young. Some of them are animals. Mm-hmm. Like where they grew yeah. up, they, they they definitely don't fit the model model minority. Some people want to test it if they test the wrong one. Like like we we're talking about. Yeah. You know, there'll be repercussions, especially if those guys are crazy while they're packing heat. Yeah. They will not hesitate to shoot or stab because actually some of them at this point, some of them are just like, you know, even the, the folks that hit us up, they were like, yeah, I, I, I wish they did that to me. I'm like, whoa, man. It came to that point where yeah. these guys are so frustrated, so angry. They're just they're almost they're inviting some of that energy. Yeah. And that goes against our nature. You know, a lot a lot of these people in nature is just to be peaceful. You know, we just want to be left alone to our own devices and, and, and spread love. That's 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 all it is. But now they're getting sick and tired of being sick and tired. Yeah. They're getting sick and tired of getting beat on and this is um like I said, they they just they're they're innocent in all of this. They're mm-hmm. not they didn't cause the virus. They're they were here in America. Yeah. Or here in in Europe, in France. They were never in China. They never ate bats. They you know, if anybody put a bat suit or whatever in front of them or any exotic animal, I bet you they won't even touch it. I know I wouldn't. Yeah. You know, I'm as American as them, except that uh, you look different. I look different. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. It's 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 crazy. And, and uh, you know, stupid people, man. 
stupid people. They just looking to lash out on 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 all the wrong people. Yeah. Did you hear about this uh, incident that happened in um, Grand Street Station, which is like located in Chinatown? You know where we grew up in that area. Um, this this lady. Um, so, so it happened. Uh, this lady. Uh, she was walking, and this this dude comes up to her and and, and yelled something at her, um, like you chat. You know you you Chinese. Uh, coronavirus you know bitch or something like that yeah these and, people are real creative it's, yeah but it's, it's crazy because the video that i saw was the guy he, he was walking out and then you see this video of this girl just she's like super pissed she ran after him and like oh really caught up to him and and try to and trying to you know attack him you know oh. but then like there, there's that two-way street like if you're being attacked then obviously like or you know he's gonna attack back and he's like a huge you know big guy and this is like compared to like a five foot you know asian lady right she got got balls balls, right and you see this this guy wailing at her and like you know there was no yeah oh wait was that um the girl uh there's a girl in our comment section and she also sent us a message yes is that what she was referring to she's referring yes somebody in our comment section referred to that virginia virginia shout out to you virginia yeah yeah. she she told us about it um and then and then i actually saw the video so and that's how it got in your radar? It got in my radar. Um, okay. I've heard it in the grapevine. Um, I think my parents also brought it up because they use this train station. I mean, like, you know, my family, you know, used Grand, I use Grand Street Station to visit my parents, right, too, right, right, in, right. In, in, when I'm in the area. Right. So this this is this is a, a, a train station that's frequented by a lot of um, Asians. It's in the heart of Chinatown. Yeah, in the heart of Chinatown. So, yeah. you know, something like that would happen in the heart of Chinatown. Like, people have no... I don't want to say they, they have no shame. They like, they don't give a shit. And, you know, I think people, you know, should protect themselves, make a stand. Right. I, I, you know, I agree with that it's, wholeheartedly. It's, it's a long time coming up, but I think people should, should stand I, up for and themselves. I, it's not that I condone violence and I don't want to see somebody get hurt. But at the same time, if you keep pressing on someone, the first thing they're going to do, I remember I watched a Tupac interview mm. uh, back in the day and, and Tupac was said, you know, we're asking you to just chill. You know, asking, you know, like, he's like, I'm, I'm, I'm outside. I see people throwing salami and all this wasting food. And I'm asking if I could get in. And you're saying no. And then I'm knocking on the door politely. And then I'm, then I'm going, yo, we hungry. Can, we let, can you let us in? And then if it's still no, then you know what? I don't care. I'm busting through the doors with the guns, you know, blasting. I'm going in there. I don't care. And for me, I hear what Pac is saying, and in and, 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 and this direction, there's a parallel to it where we're saying, yo, please stop. Yeah. Yo, we're, we're asking you politely, like, stop fucking with us. You know what I mean? We got nothing to do with this. You're, you're, you're literally, hard, you're lashing out on the wrong people. Yeah. Right? We got nothing to do with this. You know, we didn't create this virus, and we don't all don't have that type of, you know, meal plan, so to speak, right? Uh, so we're asking you politely, and it's not stopping. It's increasing to the point where the FBI even issued a warning mm. and saying that, hey, Asian Americans uh, are being targeted. FBI yep. came out and said this. So that means they got the intelligence. They're looking at everything and they're going, all right, so there's, there's going to mm-hmm. be, be targeted attacks. And as soon as people start feeling that way, they're going to they're, they're be strapped. And you may say coronavirus, and these people are just itching and, or they're just extremely angry now. And they don't care. They're just coming. They're not asking anymore. They're just going to come through with the guns blazing. Yeah. Like Pac said. And and, and I don't want to see that happen. Yeah. I don't condone violence. I don't I don't want someone to, to bring hate out of someone that's not in their nature. And, you know, it's hard. 
it's hard to come back from a place of hate. Mm-hmm. You know, it's so hard to come back to to uh, to center yourself. And 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 these type of people are kind of knocking you off center. You know, they're not really giving you an option. You know, because you have to protect yourself. You can't, you know, be all kumbaya when everyone's looking at you. Don't know who's looking to, you know, attack you while you're not looking or say some crazy yeah, shit. You're you're just being over overly cautious now now you don't trust anybody it's not even overly cautious it's like you have to be aware of your surroundings oh yeah yeah definitely it's it's not even being overly cautious it's like if you're not being overly cautious right air quotes uh for those that are listening and not watching then you're making a huge mistake Mm -hmm. especially if you're going into crowded areas or you're going to certain neighborhoods or or if you're just wrong place at the wrong time you have to and if you're Asian right now, you have to you have to watch your back. Your parents have to watch their back, and that's crazy saying that because we live in fucking America, United States of fucking America, land of the free. Yeah, but this is a melting pot. Doesn't mean that racism doesn't exist. And, right? and we're it's in 2020. On. This isn't fucking 1960, 1970, 1980. Yeah, some people live in the, in that era in their that's mind. Crazy though. I mean, these people. You you would think that they they could look into the past and see the racism, or there's movies like Remember the Titans and yep. and you watch it, you're like look at these dumb. Fucks. Oh man, I love that movie by the way. Just yeah. uh, just to segue from that, just like when when uh, when um, one of the football players he's in the hospital, and then his teammate who's black and he's in the hospital he's white and he's like you're my brother and I was like I was bawling oh, in that man. scene I was yeah. bawling. That that oh. movie does two things for me. It makes me want to go out and play, play football, <laughs> and it makes it, get it, some football. Yeah, it makes me want to be one of my brothers, man. Yeah. You know, just um, you know, I we grew up. It, it, I see. Just for the record, like I didn't grow up, I didn't grow up in an area full of Chinese people. I I mean, you know where I grew up, and you know, like who I hung out with. I grew up with blacks, Italians, Jews, mm-hmm. uh, Dominicans, Puerto Ricans these guys were all my best friends growing up and it wasn't until like i hit my teenage years where i started making more asian friends only because my mom put me in the summer camp and in chinatown and it was a bunch of asian people and i was just like okay you know i vibe with that i'm cool you know people are people um but it's 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 the world we live in man and and, and i'll tell you what I've, I've hung out with hispanics italians and when it comes down, like on the surface, we seem so different. And it's absolutely right. Mm-hmm. We like different things. We like different foods. We we have cultural tendencies. Yeah. Right? And and that that's okay. But when you get when you peel all those layers back, we're all the fucking same. Yeah. We all we're all scared of the same things. Even if I've been friends with people that were racist towards other cultures too, like like, oh Will, you different. You're like Chinese or you're Chino Latino. <laughs> I'm like, no, motherfucker, I'm Chinese, man. Like, yeah. like I better chill with that shit. Yeah. No, 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 you one of us. I'm like, yo, chill, man. Like, you know. And, but then when you get to know these people, I, I've seen the people that are like that, right? I mean, I grew up in the hood, right? So it, it was um, they're they're more open about what they dislike. You know, it isn't as politically correct. Mm-hmm. And and I'll tell you what, what I've learned is that at the root of it. We're all the fucking same. Yeah, Whether we're, we're white. We're, we're, but, but besides that, we, we care about our families. Yeah. We all want to make sure we're financially secure. Mm-hmm. Right? We we all just want to make sure that we're good and we, we we have a good life. Right? We take care of our own. All of us want this. We all want opportunities. We all want jobs. We all want to fall in love or we want to be loved. 
It's all the same things. We all want to feel safe and protected, but we're willing to fight for it. Mm-hmm. We're all the same things. It's at the root of it. We're all the same things, man. But it's it's right here. It's right here on the surface that people can't get past. They're like, that motherfucker is different from me. You know, whatever the fuck it is. You know, it's just like you look at the surface and you stop. You don't really drill down to the next level. Yeah. And and you have to. You're doing yourself a disservice because there's so much beauty from so many different cultures that you can grab and learn from. And it's fun and it's different. You know, like I'm Chinese, but I swear to God, there were moments and times where I felt Italian. <laughs> there's moments and times. food? <laughs> to, but... But because like I hung out with them so much and Dominican, Puerto Ricans, there's times where I felt black. There was times mm-hmm. where I felt Dominican. There's times where I felt Puerto Rican because like I forget about their color, my color, whatever it is. It's like we're just here and we're just hanging out. We're playing ball. Yeah. Right. We're, we're playing video games. We're studying whatever it is, you know, like like there, there was times where my Italian friends and my black friends hung out with my, well, you know, as I started hanging out with Chinese people, they came with me to hang out. Yeah. They're like, oh, oh, oh y'all want to introduce? I'll introduce you my Chinese friends, and they hung out with us, bro. They were listening to fucking Joan Hart, y'all. You know Jackie Chan, oh, fucking watching Young yeah. and Dangerous. They went to karaoke. They went <laughs> they to karaoke. It. They they ate Chinese food, like real Chinese food, yeah. real Japanese food, all Banquet that stuff. style. Yeah, yeah, and 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 they were like, you know, they were like, yo, I feel like Chinese, like I know what it's like, and and they were able, and we embraced them, man. We yeah. we wasn't like, oh, you black, you white, you whatever, you Spanish. It was more like we enjoy them more because we love the cultural diversity within our group. Yeah. We wasn't like, oh, yeah, damn, whatever. Yeah. You know, we were just, yo, oh, shit, you got a, a black dude chilling with you? You got a Spanish dude? You got a white dude? And then they started picking up Chinese, which mm-hmm. was even crazier. We were like, wait, hold on, this motherfucker? And like everybody, come on, and they'll start singing Chinese songs at karaoke. Bro, it would just twist us out, man. And, yeah. And I just thought those were the coolest things, man. And I, and I feel like people these this day and age like if you're if you're still trapped in some weird like like box that you're putting yourself in don't do that man don't you're missing out on a lot of missing, even, even even if you're a racist and you're watching this man like i got i got love for everybody man because at one point like i was closed-minded about certain things too mm-hmm. i'm not not to the point of racism but to the point where i'm like i don't want to i don't want to do that yeah oh i don't want to fuck with that you know what i mean and 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 then when I opened up, when I gave it a chance, I'm like, holy shit, that was actually pretty cool, man. Yeah. So whatever hate you got buried, just put that aside. Just put it on pause for a second. I mean, you could keep going on hate, hating your life. But I'm saying put that on pause for a hot second and, and kind of just explore out and, and, and just give yourself an opportunity to, to get in a different space and change it up a little bit life will be so much more interesting it'll be so much more fun mm-hmm. you and if you're a guy or a girl you might meet the love of your life they may not look like you but that's true but the, at the core i'm an example of that so at the know. core you guys connect yeah you know you you guys don't have to be the same race you know yeah. what i mean at the core you guys can connect you know like i i didn't hook up with a, i didn't marry a chinese girl you ain't with a Chinese girl that you, you know. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, nothing wrong with Chinese girls. I love my Chinese Yes. Girls. Asian women are beautiful. But that's what I'm saying, though. It's like, you never know. You just go out there and and, and explore, man. That yeah. hate thing is just so self-limiting. Oh, yeah. self Not only are you spreading, like, that bullshit to other people, you're, you're doing yourself a disservice. And if you're young, you have even more time to change. Like, if your parents was like that, if your friends are like that, you got to rise above it, man. I'm just get out that box 
you know, you got the internet. Go look at go look at what it's like to be outside of that for a second. Just give yourself a different perspective. I'm not telling you to to change overnight. All I'm saying is to give yourself a chance and and to look at it from a different perspective. If you're always seeing things from this view, always looking up or looking across, well, maybe get a little closer. Maybe maybe look at it from a different angle, and 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 then you'll see a different truth. Mm-hmm. So that's that's my point because I don't want. The truth is, for every one person that's hating or doing some crazy, saying some racist, oh, coronavirus thing, I don't even know they're evil, man. Like, it seems like it, right? Right now, it seems like it, but I, I think it's more ignorance and, and lack of education. Well, let me let me go back to that. You're talking about people who are self-limiting because of their own, you know, hatred or uh, against other people. Do you think that was taught or do you think that was more Absolutely. of something that was, that was born in them? It was taught taught i'm 100 yeah. percent sure because unfortunately where i grew up at in, in my circle of friends we grew up and it was a melting pot man it wasn't you know they had jokes on me yo mm-hmm. ching chong especially growing up in the 80s it was like ching chong it, and it wasn't politi- politically incorrect it was all right and it also in a neighborhood that doesn't didn't have a lot of asians right so it didn't have any asian yeah. people were drawing s bombs n bombs c bombs yeah. you know k bombs yeah <laughs> You know, all types of like, you know, words today that if you even say it, you get lashed for, right? Um, but back then it was just, we kind of just took took it in the gut and we just kept rolling with it. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was hard. It was hard. But the truth is, those people, people innately never like hated. It was taught. It was a lack of education. You didn't have... You didn't have that many Asian friends. You didn't have that many black friends. You didn't have that many white friends. You know, so it was like you hear stories and then, like I said, surface shit. So you yeah. see the surface and you go, oh, that's true. That's that's what's happening here with the coronavirus, that's right? It. Because what they hear, like what people hear about on, in the news, they're, they're, they're seeing one part, one perspective of it. That's it. They've never spoken to an Asian American about it or an If they have one, Asian if, I bet you any of those, if they had any, like just one Asian American friend, like a legit one, right? That they hung out with and shit like that, and really understood the, like, them, and they were like them. They like they were like hunting, and they like eating the same like foods, and then they hung out on a normal base. They like the same sports, same baseball teams, same video games. They wouldn't be saying that shit because they know, like, no, 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 no. This they would understand, but because they don't have any association to it, it's so so easy for them to draw that line and go, well, fuck all you fucking chanks. And, yeah. and and you you know chingity chong bet soup eating motherfucker and like tell you the truth like for most Asians it really it really doesn't uh, uh, impact us like where we go we just think you stupid yeah you know what I mean if like you never had bad you're missing out <laughs> no I'm just kidding <laughs> no bro but but they they did thinking like you just stupid man mm-hmm. you know but but now it's just like it's getting to a point where it's 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 getting dangerous and, and oh, that's yeah. not now i gotta go like yo you guys gotta chill out with that man like it's it's gonna get dangerous for you too it's gonna get dangerous for everybody involved yeah yeah like and, you and, said like if in the in our previous podcast like if if they mess with the wrong person shit's gonna hit the fan i mean we I don't, don't want, want people that, we don't want bloodshed we don't want like people i don't want that we don't man. like that we don't want that stuff so yeah it, it, like right now the coronavirus we were just talking about it before the podcast and i just want to get to my point here though uh like just because you're white, Spanish, black, and, and you, you know, I see these videos, right? And uh, it's coming from people from all different types of race, uh, you know, 
that's attacking these Asians, right? Um, I, I want to say to all the Asian people uh, watching and listening that for every one of those white, black, Spanish, whatever you see on those videos uh, that does it, there's a hundred more that got our back. So please understand that. That it's not, you see, you know, just because somebody happens to record a few people taking sucker punches or, or, or attacking or, or racially discriminating um, an Asian, it doesn't mean that 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 whole race is like that. That is always them. Like we got to chill with that energy too, because then we're being just as ignorant, and and we could protect ourselves. I'm with that all day, 100% self defense. But I'm not okay with throwing hate back at an entire culture that's got nothing to do with it. Because like just because a stupid person that's that's you know fucking green and they attack you know a person that's fucking blue doesn't mean that all green motherfuckers are bad you know what i mean it's just like that one you know they got you're gonna have stupid people on your team sometimes you know so it's <laughs> so true yeah you're yeah. not on our team i mean, it's, it's I mean we got stupid ways. people on our team yeah, too yeah, man. Exactly. you know what i mean so what i'm saying is like you don't want you you just don't want to um and stupid i mean racist you know i think you know stupid people are cool you know if you know is uh i just want to make that clear when i say stupid i just mean racist people man because it, it's i think it's even if you're racist, it's a stupid time to be racist. That's my point. It's a real stupid time because Just, right now everybody's dying. Yeah, eat, everyone eat, look, should be coming together. I'll put it, and I'll, I'll put it this out, way: you know? the people that you're hating on, they're dying. Their family's dying, but also the people giving the hate. I bet you know someone that's been directly impacted by it as well, and, yeah. and they're dying. Like this thing doesn't racially discriminate. Everybody knows that. Yeah. Right. So. Well, I don't know about everybody. <laughs> Then, then you have to be stupid. Yeah. Then that's what that's my point. Like stupid people. But but then again, the racist. Yeah. But to it's go on that time. point about like, like we're all in this together. Yeah. Like let's figure this out, and then afterwards, after we get through this together, with the jobs, with surviving, we got to support one another. Now we can't yeah. be beefing with one another. We're we're fighting, we're fighting an alien disease, and we're we're, we're spending we're, we're busy pointing fingers here. We like, should be coming together. Like this is this is our Independence Day moment, you know. So we're fighting it. Like this may not be big ass aliens, but this is that microscopic shit, and yeah. we gotta become. To, we gotta come together. And 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 I just want to finish off like uh, on this whole point. I was like, just with the Asians, I know we're being attacked, but it does not give us green light to attack everyone. And I know there's there's gang members listening to this because we got the DMs and everything, and and uh, if you know. Or, or groups of Asians listening to this, I don't want you guys to green light on a whole culture. Like, it doesn't make sense, man. I mean, because you got, for example, like, you know, Lupe Fiasco, right? Cardi B, right? Uh, the list goes on, right? I mean, these people are saying, yo, yo, chill with that noise, man. Yeah. Just, you know, you don't, that racism is not cool. That, you know, you that they're not the ones responsible. What are you doing? They're the people with more common sense. So uh, Joe Rogan, he also said that on record. So mm-hmm. it's like, you know what I'm saying? Like you, you just you don't want to give that energy back. Just give it. Like I said, go to war with stupid people. Look in the previous podcast. Yeah. Go to war with the stupid people, the racist people. Not not someone because you don't want to attack another racist. I mean, uh, you know what I mean? You don't want to be racist yourself in return. You don't want to lash out on all black people, all Spanish people, all white people. Like that doesn't make sense either. You know, what if those people are innocent? Yeah. Just like you are, right? What if they're innocent? Like, what if they're like, damn, this is a shame. Yeah. 
You know what I mean? Like this is a shame, and they feel for everyone, and they're, and they're going through a tough time. Then you want to, you find a black dude or white dude walking by himself. Now you want to lash out at some black old lady or white old lady or Spanish old lady. You, you don't do that. You don't do that, man. We, you know what I mean? And, and, and yeah, yeah, I know it's hard to pick out. You got to wait for them to target. But trust me, one of them is gonna get it wrong. They're gonna keep playing this, you know, game of musical chairs, and one of them is gonna be left without a seat. You know. Yeah. I, I I agree with you. Like I don't understand the the type of negative energy that's being u- used up because that's not helpful. I mean, during this time, we should be coming together. You right. know, you you know what it is too though. I, and there's one part I left out. Some people just wait for to create animosity. You know what I mean? They they feel like they could be bullies. Like some people just like that. Some people there's just bullies out there. Mm-hmm. You know, they want to be bullies. They want to put their chest out. Yeah, and they feel like this is a good time to do it. You know, they're gonna have some allies. They they want to. Some some people just don't have purpose, and those are ones yeah. gonna be right now. I'm gonna trigger those. I'm gonna trigger those people with no purpose right now because they're gonna write in the comments. They're writing the comments, man. I'm gonna trigger Go ahead, them. Brother. I'm gonna trigger them. Go ahead, buddy. I'm gonna trigger them. They're gonna put that shit on 4chan trying to get their groups mm. up. You know, like they did with the other one. They try to get like, yo, yo, get these motherfuckers down votes. Yo, it's every people... down vote we get. But no, no, no three up votes. But hold up, the, those people have no purpose. I'm gonna call that like I see it, mm. and I'm not afraid to. But I'm, I'm, I've always been like that my whole life. And I'm telling you, these people got no purpose. And the only thing that's, they, 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 they have no skill set. They do, but they're too lazy to reach for it. So what they do, what they do is what's easy and it's easy to hate. These are low-hanging fruits for them. So they're projecting their own insecurities onto They have all this negative energy and it's people. bottled up and they don't know what to do with it. So when they see something like this, oh, oh, well, you know? China virus. Ooh, I'm gonna get these motherfuckers. Don't matter if you're you're not even Chinese. Fuck it. You, yeah. If you look that way, I'm gonna get you. You know you're attacking Koreans, Japanese. Well, then they didn't get anything to do with it. You might as well attack Germans, yeah. Italians, Iranians. Like what? Are you, what the fuck are you doing? Yeah. Like it doesn't even make sense. Like your math, your logic is flawed. So that proves it. You, you know, is a lot of it. I think just people just got no purpose. They're at home. You know, they don't got no girl. They're bored. That's what I'm saying. They have a keyboard. They have uh, internet access. This is what they're going to do. That's what they're going to do, man. And I'm telling you. And that's why I had my earlier segment when we were just talking about when we started this podcast. Yo, that's not the move, man. Because even if you win, you lose. Mm-hmm. Even if you win, you lose. You're going to add more hate in your life. And I'm telling you, hate just eats up your soul. Yeah. So I'm, I'm telling you the truth. Like, look at, go at another angle, man. Go move at another angle of understanding, love, and move that way. Your life will be better. You'll start the healing process for yourself. Staying in the level of hate is a real low level of thinking. It's the lowest level you could put your mood in. It's the lowest level you could put yourself financially up here. It's the lowest level that you could put yourself in, in any way, shape, or form. Because I've been there. Mm-hmm. I grew up with, mm. you know my upbringing. That mentality, yeah. It was very was hard. limiting for you. It was very hard. Yep. There was a lot of violence in my upbringing, you know, surrounded by violence. I watched people get shot, killed. You know, my family members were all, you know, so it, it was like, you know, people I, I just knew and, and, and it was all negative. And it wasn't until I left that world. Physically and mentally. I checked out, man. Yeah, I checked out. And, 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 and uh, my life started improving because it's your environment. You know what I mean? If if all you see is negative and dark shit all the fucking time, of course you can inherit that. That's what I mean. Yep. You're not born like that. You're not born a dickhead. You're not born a racist. You're not born ugly. 
You know what I mean? Like that spiritually, you're not born ugly. But if everyone's around you, always beating on you, bullying you, you know, giving you no purpose, not giving you a sense of direction, always beating you, fucking down your parents, fucking with your head. You know what I mean? Of course, you're going to be angry, man. And then you never learn. You're never taught to think. You're never taught how to move your way, like, spiritually. You know what I mean? So you're going to do the easy shit. You know what I mean? And I'm telling these people, like, if there's time to fix that, fix that, man. Like, there's way. I mean, I fixed myself. I didn't have someone hold me by the hand and go, yo, Will, that's not the way. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I had to I had to want it. I had to go, yo, there's got to be something better than this, man. I'm going to find it. Mm-hmm. And it was a long journey. So I started, instead of making friends that were negative and, and, and just the type of people I just no longer wanted to be like, I started making new friends and, and friends that I would never like, the nerds, the corny people, the... The, I mean, you saw the type of friends I was making. It was very different, mm-hmm. you know, but but that's because I wanted a different vantage point. I'm not just saying things and not doing it. It's because I'm saying things because I actually did it. Mm-hmm. I have friends that are all different types, short, small, fat, skinny, jocks to nerds, like all over the place. And I love it. I love spending time with all of them. I love kicking it and just grabbing coffee with them and just listening to them talk, you know, us just kicking it kind of just picking each other's brains and helping each other out. And like I said, at the root of it, we're all pretty much the same. Mm-hmm. Surface, we got different interests and we look different. And I get it. But at the bottom, like the heart, you know, for the most part, those people that I connect with, we're, we're the same. That's what we all have in common is, is, is right here. You yeah. know what I mean? We got to rise above, guys. It's 2020, man. Seriously. Like, I know, I know this, I'm, I'm not going to convince everyone. Um, but the ones that I can touch and reach, man, I hope, I hope it helps you. Even if you're a racist or, or, or you think this is, uh, you know, fuck all Asians, whatever. I, I hope it helps you. You yeah. know what I mean? I really, I really do. I really do hope you, you have another option in your life except for one option, and that's the circle hate. You know? Yeah. I mean, as much as we, you know, give a credence to and speak about racism, we have, we also have to acknowledge the people who are doing so much good right now. You know. Uh, we're talking about the the, the frontliners who are the doctors, the nurses, everyone who's doing all these Shout great things. Shout out to things. our boy, Dr. David Lee. Yo, who was Dr. On David our, Lee. He was on our podcast yeah, like two, he, well, a month you ago. Said, you said uh, he told you he lost a patient? Yeah, actually, he, he told me that he lost a second patient. So it's 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 been really hard on him um, just dealing with that and his family. He lives with his family, too, so he's very cautious. He's a father. He has a brand new yeah. child, and, and he's out there in the front lines. And, by the way, he's Asian. Yeah. He's got nothing to do with he's it. He's helping he's, people. He's an American. He's helping everybody. He's not just helping Asians. He's helping everybody in the front right. lines. And veterans. Like, right. He's working He's, he's working, working with soldiers. So, Actually, know. specifically, he works in a veterans hospital. Yeah. And he's so help- every single every single patient that he helps is a fucking veteran. You know, it's a fourth for this country. A fourth for yeah. this fucking country, man. This beautiful country that we're in. Ah, oh, man, it's it's tough, man. And, and and what's 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 killing me right now is that it's like it's hitting home. Yeah, it's very you, close. You know, someone that lost their job. I know someone. I know several people that lost their jobs. Yeah. And 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 now I'm hearing like people are dying that we know. Yeah. It's getting people close. that we know have loved ones that have died. Like yeah. this is getting really serious, and it even ha- it hasn't even reached its apex yet. Yeah, and that's that's like it's so crazy. And there's some people it's still going. This is bullshit. This is fake. Yeah, you see people just hanging out, you know, chilling, not not thinking about you know the ramifications of what they're doing. Um, 
you know, I, I strongly, you know, you know, hope people take heed, you know, people can I just are, tell, can I just tell all those spring breakers? <laughs> fuck your spring break. There, there, there's, there's one, there, there's, that's all I got to say. There's a about moment that. where, fuck where your you, spring break. you can chill and hang, but this is not one of those moments, man. If it's going to cost you people, going to cost people lives, fuck your spring break, man. Like, yeah, Come on, I, I can't, I can't, I can't believe that. Like I said, stupid people during this time, right? We but gotta even, go to war with them. Yeah, but even in New York, we see you know people hanging out, you know, going to the parks, hanging out in the West Side Highway, you know, look, not not no, keeping no, no, distance. I, no, 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 no. That, that I get. Look, if you need to go out, no, I get you got it. Cabin fever, you want to go for a jog? I get it. But stay I'm away right from people. That, man. <laughs> Just stay away from people. But like uh, getting in cluster fucks, yeah. And partying, uh, yeah, that that. Or staying out from crazy long, yeah. like being in denial, like no, it's all good. I, but but you know what? I think I think the media f- kind of screwed the perception of it. They kept saying that this doesn't affect young people, motherfucker. Yeah. It probably not. Uh, it, it probably doesn't affect young people as much as older people and people with uh, underlying issues. Right. But it still affects people. You hear stories of of healthy individuals, young kids, be still being infected. I think. Uh, this past week, they I think died. two people, two they young died. kids died, right? Yeah. So it's affects everyone. It's hard to change that narrative once the painting's been set. Yeah. And 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 that's what I mean. A you lot of people go on the surface. Like they're you know, a lot of people aren't really flexible mentally, right? And it's hard to. It's hard. Like you we just want to take in that first information and then go by that. You know, it's it's the way we've been trained, mm. right? The education system, right? It's the way we, or humans, whatever it is. But most people don't have that capacity uh, where they where, where they want to change the way they think. And, and when they give, when they've been provided some type of information, they they feel like it's gospel right away, uh, and, and and they limit themselves with the information. And the truth is, you know, maybe when this was in China, maybe when this has ha- haven't hit U.S. Um, on, on a scale that it has right now, especially in New York City, in California, uh, we thought that this was oh, this is an old people disease. This is a boomer disease. Yeah, you know. And now that it hit, in, in you know these primary cities on both coasts, we're we're starting to find out. Wait, time out, time out. Why is this motherfucker a teenager? Why is this motherfucker thirty years old? Why is this motherfucker in his twenties dying? You know, this is wait. This impacts me now. Yeah. You know, wait, my mom, wait, my 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 best friend, like, what's going on? You know, so we have to take this seriously. We have to give this the respect that it deserves because bodies are dropping, yeah. And we got to do our part in limiting it. That's that's the thing about uh, you know, a pandemic. You know, initially it was a Chinese disease, okay, and then it became uh, a European disease, and then now it's in the United States. I think we definitely dropped the ball in terms of addressing it because we weren't told that this is something that can affect us until it was too late. Right. Yeah. But guys, look at the look at the proof out there. I mean, you saw the way it was hitting China and they and they contained them crazy late. I mean, a lot of people was able to leave before the quarantine, right? And if this was going on for weeks, months, before they actually were able to do that, just think about all the tourism during that time, during the holidays. Yeah. Right? And we talked about this like like months ago. Yeah. And I was I sounded crazy, but but I was telling people I said it, 
I mean, the even way it podcast, spread, the, even publicly, I was the, saying it. The way it spread, it was. They're human, just like yeah. us. It doesn't matter what country you're in, man. They're humans, just like us. The way this thing is not discriminating that you're Chinese, you're whatever you are. It, it, it went, it's going to hit the United States. I was telling my family that I was telling my friends that, like, we need to prepare. We need to do what we can. And and now everyone's saying, oh, hindsight's twenty twenty. But now everyone's saying, oh, we should have jumped on this in January. And they're right. And I agree. But I was already telling you in December, like, this is going to be a problem mm-hmm. for our economy. Yeah. This is going to be a problem for, like, just common sense. We're, we're humans. You so, know what? I... I- I thought the government was prepared for something like this because there's so many. That's what a lot of people thought. Oh, with the U.S. Well, no, no, that, not just the U.S. Because there, there are shortages. There are studies about pandemics that have been going on for for uh, years. Um, if you if you if you want to talk about the 1918 uh, Spanish flu, well, number one, it didn't come from Spain, um, but it's the 1918 uh, flu pandemic um, that was um, spread because of World War One. Where soldiers were like moving about, um, right. and it it didn't it didn't uh, it actually uh, it, it went it came in waves. So the first wave was in Europe, the second wave was in the United States. So the thing is, like, this has happened before, and we weren't and there was always talks about uh, making sure that we would be uh, be able to. Be prepared for a global pandemic, um, but we weren't, and that that's the sad thing about it because there's so many studies about these diseases that can wipe out like the human race, um, and that's the thing. Like I, I think like, we definitely dropped the ball. Um, there were studies, even you know Bill Gates. He talked about it four years ago at, at the TED Talk, and he and he did a recent interview, and he said that you know we no one listened to me, <laughs> you know no one listened to him. I told you so, bitches. Yeah, he's like, I told you so. Um, and we definitely, oh, man. It just seems like there's so much research and so much um, uh, global collaboration on tem- pandemics that we shouldn't have dropped the ball. We should have been ready. But here's this. the thing, though. is the leaders. It comes down to who our leaders are. Yeah. Because people listen to leaders. Okay? So if if you're not a well-known leader, if you're a follower, you're just a nobody. Right? If If, if people don't know who you are. And you're saying something like this. It doesn't matter. And Bill Gates is one of our leaders. And, and even his scope and his words had limited reach. And that's what's scary. Yeah. Because he is one of the, and he's a well-known, one of the most brilliant minds of our generation. Right? And when he puts this at the forefront, he makes a presentation about this. He tells you what his biggest fears are. And it goes in one ear and out the other. Then, then who, who, who do we go to then for, for this advice? Who do we listen to? Where do we go? Like, do, or do we just go, we brush it aside and go, we'll deal with it when it comes? It's, I, I think uh, it's not a single entity. It's a, it's, a, it's a collaboration between governments. It's a collaboration between um, business owners. You Look, know? if I'm a leader of a country, if I'm a leader of a company, and someone smarter than me speaks up about a subject matter that's going to impact my business, mm-hmm. my economy, my people. I'm listening to him very, very seriously. His proposal, everything was backed by facts. Everything had has a historical content to it. And, and it had a lot of science behind it. 
there's no reason why I would not want to take it seriously if I want to protect my people, my economy. Mm-hmm. It doesn't make sense. It doesn't. Because, and I'll, I'll tell you this. I just found this out recently that there was um, a, a global forum between business owners, uh, government officials. It's called um, Event 201. And basically, it's a sim- simulation between um, business owners, um, global leaders on pandemics and how to address them if that's something that like that happened. Um, the, f- the weird thing is, this was done a few months before the coronavirus happened. Right. And the thing, the thing is, it, it blows my mind that they were addressing this. They had all the global leaders together in one room doing a, a war games type simulation. And Event 201. Yeah, you said that to me this morning before yeah. the podcast. And it, it just blows my mind that they had something like this just to make, like, okay. They had a fire drill. Yeah, a fire drill. And, 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 and we still couldn't get out the building right. It wasn't, oh my God, I, I, I can't believe that it happened. I don't know. I, I just hope right now that we're able to get this under control, get our economy back to where it needs to be, uh, protect as many of our citizens and people around the world and and uh, I just want to pray and, and give love to everybody that's going through this. I know um, even if you don't have it, I know you could be dealing with a lot of anxiety. There's a there's a group of folks out there like that. Yeah, I, I'll pray for y'all too. And um, the people that actually have it or have lost someone or are fighting through this, I, I know it's it's hell, man. I I, I mean I've been there, so it's um, I just our hearts go out. To, yeah, to our everyone. hearts go out to you guys and let's stay together. Let's stay. Together, I know we're angry, we're upset, but we're all angry, we're all upset, man, for for multitude of reasons that are connected to this virus. But we need to stick together right now, and now more than ever. Yeah, I think uh, also a lot of times we, we we feel helpless that we can't do anything. But you know, you know, if you if you do feel helpless, you know, go out and do something, you know, for 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 good, you know. Um, I know for a fact, like um, our, our organizations that we know, um, they're doing a right. lot of fundraising. Um, right. we're, we're, we're putting money together to, to purchase PPEs for uh, hospitals and medical staff that are in need. Right. So if, you're, if you think you're, you feel helpless, you'll join, like, go out there and, and help out any way you right. can. There's little things you can yeah, do. Little things. And this was part of like, um, our, our previous podcast that we were talking to the Fung Brothers. Like, not all of us can be kings. Mm you know, make these like humongous impacts. But if we all play our roles, everyone has a role they can play. And if you know your role, then then that makes a big difference. If all of us just knows our role and, and just look at places where we can make an impact, whether it's donating to certain areas or, or whatever your superpower is, just know your superpower and then just go in that direction. And I could not agree with them more when they said that. I mean, they were saying that in the context of Asians and media, but if you, that, that, that saying, you know, or, applies or to this situation. Applies to, to almost every situation yeah. uh, that involves like a, a team effort where people play a host of roles. Exactly. So uh, that being said, I want to move on. Uh, but before that, since we don't, you know, we're not big and we don't have commercial breaks, but I need to take a break because I need to go uh, use the bathroom. <laughs> so I will take a gentleman's break. And, and also replenish his drink. I need to replenish my drink because my drink as well. we're actually in my house having this podcast. So, I need more coffee. Uh, yeah, this is the first podcast from my house. Uh, we'll be right Because back. everything is closed down. But uh, yeah. All right. Be right back. 
So yeah, it's it's been such a adjustment for me, you know, working from home. I've never really worked from home before, never as a, a more uh, a more a consistent thing. Right. I've worked, I've done it like once or twice before, and it's really a hard adjustment for me. Is it's it? challenging. It, so it's harder for you to get. So your productivity is down. Yeah, well, I I don't know about productivity is down. It's just for me, it's like hard to get into that mindset. You're in work mode. Because there's so many distractions at home. Like I have my aquarium that's like constantly playing in the background. I have like right, like two two steps. I'm in my living room and I, the, yeah, I have my big screen TV mm-hmm. and I have Netflix, you know, kind of chilling in the background. Like it just keeps me. And also working by myself, like uh, me and Gabby, we work in different rooms. Right. Like, I, we, I can't work right next to her and she can't work right next to me. So we set up my bedroom as her office and the kitchen as my office. Oh, yeah. Okay. So that's why you said a couple of steps away is your, uh, your living room. Yeah. That's tough, man. Yeah. And your chairs are not comfortable. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. They're like Bro, kitchen got, table you chairs. You got the China chairs, man. Yeah. You got that old school hard. Hardcore. They're not, they're not, uh, they don't Every, have a cushion on it. Everything in your fucking house is hard. Your you know chairs what? are fucking hard. Your bed is like sleeping on a floor. This on a scale is, one to ten, your bed is a fucking ten and harder. I remember, yeah. I remember, I, was, I, I went to your room and then I was like, I, I jumped in the air, gonna, I was gonna jump in your bed and I hurt myself because your bed was so damn hard. It was like landing on concrete. It's like hardwood floors. <laughs> it like really is. On I was like, floors. what the fuck is this? I thought, I thought you put a. It's like, it's like, it's like you have a, a mattress made of bricks and then you put a sheet over it. Yeah, I think uh, I was when I was growing up, it was always uh, that that type of. Uh, bed that I would be sleeping on right and then when I realized like I think it's just for me to readjust you know when I had that little cushion like little cushion that goes on top of your bed uh-huh. your mattress it felt like heaven dude so, how do you have sex on a bed like that it's hard like you know no, actually I, mean? I like that like really? resistance <laughs> <laughs> the cushion like but it makes me sink how about in, when you're really so going weird. at it like don't you want it to kind of have some Boy- I, I buoyancy hear, i hear what? this is this is I what I, this is what i hear right because when i went bed shopping they said the worse the mattress which is the softer and bouncier mm-hmm. the better it is for sex the harder the mattress the better the mattress the the more um i guess worse it is for sex mm, interesting that's what i hear wow. so so waterbed would be great for sex. No, 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 because that's too much. <laughs> that's like, no, I, but think, that's, I think it'll be it's terrible. It's like waves, you know what I'm saying? I think it'll be terrible. You need, what I mean is like you need some type of buoyancy and, right. and pushback. Got it. Like springy. Right. Yeah. You know, whereas a hard bed is just kind of like, it's just hard. You yeah. know what I mean? You're just kind of. But that's I, rough I guess for it de- sex, right? I guess that's, it depends on, you can still have rough <laughs> sex, right? I guess it depends on the position. Yeah. Yeah. I think, uh. <laughs> I don't know. I think I think I prefer I, pre- I prefer the hard bed for sex and the softer bed for you know sleeping and relaxation. For me, it's the opposite. Opposite. Okay. I would prefer a, a, a more firm mattress. Yeah. To get because I'm tall and, and uh-huh. you know soft bed will just destroy my back. Mm-hmm. Um, and and I like a, a bed that has more give. Mm-hmm. You know, so we could, you know kind of get in a rhythm. Yeah, and it's you know. Kind of no, thing. I've I've definitely felt uh, my my sleep has been gotten better with the the soft uh, layer for oh, the mattress. Like a pillow top. Yeah, so I I think my sleep has been I've I've been missing out on that a good sleep because of that because my mattress is so hard. Yeah, like but you it's said. too. Yeah, your mattress is like on a scale yeah. one to ten, it's a ten. Like when I say firm, I like it. The sweet spot is like a seven. It's made of eight. bamboo. Yeah, so if you put a yeah, your pillow top is would be 
super appropriate for mm. for your type of bro what did uh when gabby first or when you used to bring girls over whatever like were they like whoa what the fuck is this like uh, you know nobody ever said anything except gabby i, I think it's because she's been on the bed longer and then she kind of felt like huh how come my back's <laughs> fucked up <laughs> so why is my back fucked up it's That's like oh it's your freaking mattress while like you know before i met gabby um and girls stayed over they stayed maybe once or twice a week nothing long term oh, so it didn't just, really affect them they were, they were right? just being nice you're still in honeymoon say, yeah they didn't say anything to me so and for me it 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 didn't bother me that i had a hard bed because you got used to it, right? it i got just... used to it and then it wasn't like oh i, I didn't equate uh my i guess uncomfortableness to a mattress right it's more like oh maybe i'm sleeping late you know something uh, like that right so you're blaming it on other yeah, contributing factors yeah other factors so i didn't know it was my mattress but then when you explained like you, you took some time to look at you know the type of mattress that would help you and you said that you had better sleep right you oh yeah my yeah. the quality of sleep went up dramatically and i wasn't in pain here's the deal if you don't like mattress i, I really agree like you can't cheap out on it like you need a good fucking mattress um because it it's you spend so much time on it right let's just say you average eight hours yeah. a day i mean that's that's enough time to make me go okay i'm gonna ante up and and spend on a nice quality setup of to go to sleep in and then i mean that's gonna last you for a few years mm-hmm. and it, it'll be worth it and when you wake up let's say you're on a shitty mattress and you're waking up in pain i mean you're just starting off your day all wrong you're in pain and it's already sucking your energy and that'll impact it's just like a domino effect it'll impact everything else now you're always tired you're always grumpy you know you're not at a hundred percent like and now i hate that when when i'm and you know me very well like i do not like operating anything less than a hundred percent i hate that like if i'm at the if i'm going to the gym and i'm not a hundred percent i hate that and what i mean is a hundred percent is like everything within my control i understand if i'm sore if i'm injured and I'm going to the gym to just kind of get through it uh, only because I'm, you know, I'm not being, a, you know, giving myself excuses. Uh, but it was all within my control. Like it was just I'm sore from the previous day or whatnot. Or, or but if it's something because of like my mattress is draining me, then come on, man. And because I was too cheap. But how did you find out that it was like the mattress that was when I got older because I was oh, an yeah. idiot as a kid? You know <laughs> what I mean? I didn't, I didn't know. I thought I thought like, oh, it's a ripoff. You know, I was one yeah. of those. And, and then when I got smart about it, like I said, there's, there's a thing called the internet <laughs> and you can do research and then you can listen to what other people, when I started, when I stopped being a knucklehead and I started opening up my ears and yeah. listening to people and being open-minded, I was like, holy shit, um, this person has the same problem I did. Uh, he switched his mattress. Mm. Let me see if that makes a difference in my life. And boy, did it ever. Oh, this person, oh, maybe I should stop going to sleep like really late and then waking up really early expecting to be extremely functional and then look at that i'm happier i'm way more efficient i'm faster i'm focused and it impacts everything my relationship with people when i give them more attention when i talk to them i'm in a better mood so when i see them i don't don't give off this like get the fuck away from me vibe yeah you know it's more like yo what's up you know like yeah let's talk about it let me hear what you got to say and i'm really interested in what they got to say because sometimes I, I do get a lot of value from it. I learned something. Damn, all that from a mattress and not from a pillow? All that. <laughs> oh, pillows matter too. Oh, no, a pill, like a, like, like a, some kind of like a drug to oh, get that pill, feeling. Pill, yeah, pill, pill. I thought you said pillow. Pill, yeah. Pill, I don't know, man. I, I do my, even when I'm sick, I don't, I'm one of those like that try to um, avoid it. 
or minimize my medications only because I, I don't like being dependent on anyone, let alone anything. Mm-hmm. I hate being dependent on people. So I don't want to get dependent on something. I, I'm, I'm bad enough with it. Um, it took me so long to get out of. And the reason I hate it so much is because I had so many vices growing up. Mm. Right? I, I, I just, I did all the bad things and, and, and I just developed all these vices where I got just kind of became like a slave to it. And it was a crutch. So, uh, and I, once, once I broke those chains, I was like, yo, I'm never going back to that, man. I'm never going to allow myself to be a slave for like, you know, stupid shit. Yeah. Like material things or anything like that, that material things have uh, no really real attachment. Yeah. Alcohol. Like as long as I'm doing anything, I need to know that like I can control the craving, right? Like whether it's sugar, food, any like I need to be able to go. Yeah. I could say no to that. I don't need that every fucking day. I once in a while to scratch that itch. Okay. But I don't, I don't need to do it every day. Like I must have it or I'm going to be, get Mm. the shakies, you know, or I just won't be normal. Yeah. Like, like I need to, what's important to me is that I'm able to find my center without having all of this outside interference that I need to depend on. That's not natural. Yeah. To go throughout your day. Like Like if someone cut it off, then I, and I I just won't be original anymore. Like I just, I'll lose a humongous piece of myself. Right. Mm. I, I can't give anything or anyone that power. I try to limit it my, to the best that I can possibly control. Yeah. So, yeah. Like coffee. coffee. You know, the, the thing is, like, for me to start my day, like, just working from home. <laughs> Magic. Yeah, that's what happens when you have a podcast at, at the crib. The kids come out. Oh, hey. <laughs> yeah. Hey. Yeah, so I mean, like, I can't start my day without coffee. I think, mm-hmm. I think that's a that's a, like a, a drug for me right mm-hmm. now. Um, Caffeine, yeah. And right now, like, the hardest thing about working from home also is to get into a specific like schedule routine. Routine, yeah, yeah. So, so what me and Gabby started doing is to start once we wake up, we work out, and then we also do yoga and meditate for like twenty thirty minutes. You know, I've been trying to do get into a routine. I think that's, um, I mean, I have two dogs, I have two kids, and I think it's, you know, for dogs and kids, I think I think it's important to have routine. Um, for me, I'm not a type that like routine, man. Oh, really? I hate it. So, it, it's okay, like, if things don't go according to plan, like, if it if your your schedule no, is like, I off. love when things go according to plan. Right, okay. I hate it when it doesn't go according to plan, but I'm able to adjust. Adjust, okay. But the thing is, I don't want to do a routine every fucking day, like... I know a lot of people find comfort in routine and I've lived that life. It's fucking boring Mm -hmm. and I hate boring, right? I just don't like feeling like I'm ever in cruise control. I like thinking, I like adjusting, I like problem solving, I like those things. And and when I'm in a routine, I just don't feel that I'm contributing to any of those factors that I'm interested in. I do like routine to get things done where I don't like. For example, if I hated working out, I would need to do it at a certain time every day. Whereas if I loved it, it don't matter. Do any any anytime. you know, date, evening, middle of the day, right. any anytime. So for things that I don't like, yeah, I need a fucking routine because mm-hmm. it's things that I don't like. I need I just need to like I guess teach myself that that's just the way it is and I need to get this done at this time and this time because 
if I don't have a routine, I'll just continuously procrastinate and, and blow it off mm. to the point where I don't Very get true. anything done. Yeah. But if it's something that I love, I'll do it. I'll do it like from from the time I wake up to the time I go to sleep. You know, and I, I guess that's the dangerous part because if I love something, boy, like I don't even go to sleep, man. I stay up and I just, I'm obsessed. Yeah. I just go around the clock and, and then like when... I jump out of bed like maybe I go to sleep because my body needs it but after a couple of hours it's more like a nap mm-hmm. and and I just pop right back up and I'm like let's go and I won't even feel tired it was just it's what we were talking about in the previous podcast where it's just free energy man mm-hmm. um, so that's what I'm if I find that I'm always in a routine then then I'm figuring out like you know what then that means that I'm probably not living my best life Mm, personally that's okay. just me yeah right I'm, I'm i'm being dictated by factors that i'm i need to do to survive mm-hmm. i'm in survival mode yeah but when i'm not in a routine that means i'm thriving i'm doing things you know doesn't matter that's a.m p.m it doesn't matter left right where when bro i'm doing i'm looking for any excuse to do it mm-hmm. right it's just i just need to get it in mm-hmm. you know so it's um I try to live my life that way, man. I really try to stay away from routine and and just stay positive and stay in love with the things that I do. Like everything that I do is because I decided that I want it there. That's beautiful. No, I agree with you totally about routine. But that's not always the case. Done. Yeah, yeah. No, I, I I totally agree that routine helps get things done. Like for me, I totally agree with that because like I wouldn't I wouldn't be able to like, you know, get my exercise done if it wasn't routine. Like I have to do it early in the morning because I at least I get it out of the way you know I get my heart rate up I know that okay this is right. energizing me I'm pumping blood in my system but then I also know that I have to do a workout at the end of the day because oh so you get it daytime and night he, uh, once I wake up um, and then the yoga and then after I'm finished with work that's dope at man. home I have to do another you know exercise routine because right now I can't I'm not using weights Right, I, right, I use body right. weight. Yeah, 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 I don't yeah. have a lot of equipment at home. Yeah, small space, so I have to make sure that you know I I, I still keep it up. Yeah, yeah. What I noticed that when, when I stop lifting weights because of all this, I'm getting a lot of speed back. Mm. Yeah, which is kind of crazy. Like uh, I'm finding that like young speed again. Like my hands are quicker, mm. my feet's a little quicker. I'm a little lighter. How do you find feet. that space to to? I mean, uh, I guess work that out. You know, and well, I go right. Room. I go right downstairs. Oh, okay. You know, yeah. um, you know as you can around see, the space yeah yeah as you can see i'm right along here so it's like it's nice clean air mm, yeah. uh, I, I do my jogging i play with my kids mm. i do my sprints um you know and, and sometimes you know it's, i mean at this time there's not too many people out so yeah uh, i'm able to get a lot of sun and, and just when it's nice out and uh, get my workout in and it's just really a lot of cardio and and you know my, my body movement and and that's it man like i don't and you know what i don't go for the home run anymore I'm too old for that. You know what I mean? Like, um, I'm not looking for that home run workout. Like, back in the day, it was just like, yo, bro, how much you lift? Yo, it was like a lot of bro science. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. But now I'm more relaxed about it. Now I'm more about just getting the heart rate up, just keeping myself um, moving. But isn't that the... I, I heard this from a different podcast, actually. Um, when MMA fighters are training, they some do train hardcore, and they kind of like they they just they kill themselves they kill their bodies mm-hmm. and they can't train for longevity right. but being in and when you're in fight mode you want that 
you know, lung capacity. You want that longevity. Right. So some people, some some fighters, they train. They don't train hardcore. They right. just train enough, and then the next day they train just enough, and then it's more of like, okay, I can train every day now instead of I can train three times a week. Right. I think I think everybody um, has to find what works for them. Yeah. Uh, and it also depends on what you're training for. Like, what if if I'm trying to train for a marathon, I'm gonna be training differently than if I have a basketball tournament. Right. Yeah. Right. Or if I'm fighting somebody, I'm I'm gonna have you know, you know, in a weird parallel universe that I'm a UFC fighter or a boxer. Uh, I would I would definitely train differently than I would for you know a basketball tournament. You know, it's just a completely. Well, actually, the fighting is the hardest training. I think you have to, mm-hmm. like, like Bruce Lee once said, if you're fighting somebody, you got to train everything, mm-hmm. every muscle group for every yeah. situation, especially if it's MMA. Right, right. You attack with any part of your body, like Conor McGregor. Like he's able to use any appendage, his pinky, his shoulder, his everything. Right. I would say more like, yeah, Conor for sure. Uh, I've John never, Jones. I haven't seen anyone fight like Conor in terms of using any body part to to strike. I haven't seen the shoulders anything. and stuff like that, but yeah, yeah. But you, you know, you you gotta you gotta play your strengths, right? Definitely. And uh, I think uh, I think Connor, what he did in his last fight was very interesting. Oh yeah, that was that was the shoulder strikes. Yeah, that, that, shoulder was, strikes. that was so interesting, and I've never seen anything like that. I, it to the point where a lot of people said that it was a setup. Mm. There, there was a lot of arguments saying that that um, you know conspiracy theories saying like, oh yeah, cowboy took a dive. No, you know, yeah, I don't think so. I either. don't think so. I'm, I'm not part of that camp. Like he really fucked them with those shoulders. I think, I think he, I think Connor definitely trained. He, he definitely, he said himself, he, he was more focused in his training. Uh, I saw, I saw, I saw the training yeah. video. I mean, he looked great, man. He looked yeah. fucking, he looked excellent, man. But I do want to see, like, um, I do want to see him back at the ring, man. Like, I, against uh, someone that's that mm, maybe not as easy, mm-hmm. you know, because. Uh, and I'm not saying Cowboy was easy, but... You think it, Cowboy was past his prime at that point? It sure looked like it, right? Oh, yeah, definitely. Didn't it look like it? Mm, yeah. It wasn't, it wasn't like a... It wasn't like watching uh, uh, Joanna versus uh, Wei... Uh, Wei Zhang. Yeah, Wei Zhang. right? It wasn't, yo, that fight... That was an amazing uh, fight. I almost shed a tear watching oh, yeah? that fight, man. It's like, yo, represent. <laughs> no, 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 no. Wasn't, not like that? No, no, it wasn't, it wasn't that. It wasn't, yeah. it wasn't that at all, because they both gave it their all. Mm. You know what I mean? Like... yeah. Definitely, I, they both gave it. They're all like, there was parts where I'm like, oh my gosh, look at like she, her forehead went. Oh yeah, she got lumped up, but she's still in there. She was dizzy and all that, but she still stayed. Mm-hmm. You gotta respect her for that. Like, you have to respect someone that got a lump like that in their head, still going, but they're still thinking about winning and yeah. still and still want to stay in the fight and still giving a good fight. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you gotta give Joanna her props. You know? Yeah, like, and and like I'm not going like I'm a fight fan first and and she may be chinese you know and all that and i'm chinese and cool and i love to see that representation the asian representation no matter where it comes from i'm with it man but at the same time i'm a fight fan first Mm -hmm. you know just like i'm a basketball fan first like i love jeremy lynn and what he did you know why he was in the knicks because i'm a new york knick fan first Mm -hmm. you know what i mean i just and it's tough being a knicks fan but what jeremy lynn did if he was if he was jeremy lamb or you know Jeremy, you know, whatever Rodriguez. Yeah, it didn't matter to me, man. I would have still rooted just as hard. But the fact that he was Asian, 
mm-hmm. you know, and I saw so many more Asians getting involved in the sport. It, it made it a little more exciting that, okay, I look around and, and, you know, there's more diversity in here now, mm-hmm. you know, like I think that's what's key is it's influencing a, a generation of people that's more mixed mm-hmm. into the game. And that's what I appreciate about it. It's not for me going, oh yeah, pride, Chinese pride. It's right, not right. that. I just, I love, if it was like uh, a Mexican UFC fighter, I'd get excited about that too. Cause like, I just love seeing the diversity that comes in it, especially when we go out and watch the fights. Oh yeah. You know, it's just, it's just, it's just fun seeing a mixed crowd. Mixed, like I said, I, I, I love different backgrounds and look conor mcgregor when he first came on the scene nobody seen an irish guy do what he did yeah and look at what he was able to contribute he he was able to bring the game to a whole nother level right and and like no one ever heard of an irish guy speak the way he did have that type of energy that type of swagger and back up everything he did that time that mm-hmm. was incredible incredible nobody saw it. and dress as well he did he was charismatic he was just an excellent shit talker. He was just yo. He was good at shit talking, <laughs> but especially at the during press conferences. Time, at the same time, he followed like he followed like the art of art of fighting. Mm-hmm. You know, like like he he would just he knew how to do it. He he was he didn't buy into the celebrity. He kept you know he was loyal to his group. Just that story was fucking amazing to follow, man. Like yeah. it was just incredible. That shit was so inspiring. As soon as I see something like that, I was like, yo, motivating me, get up off my ass and do a couple of more reps. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, that was super inspiring. And and it came from an Irish dude. That's why I'm saying I'm, I'm open to everyone, and I'm glad that he was Irish. I'm glad it was an Irish champion that from Ireland mm-hmm. because he, that story, when you dig past the Irish surface and you go to the root, that's my story too. I had it just as hard growing up. You know what I mean? I had, there's so many parallels I could... Um, just the human nature of the struggle coming up against the odds, mm-hmm. wrestling against like mental negativity, your parents, your surroundings, uh, the uncertainty of life, following a dream that almost seems impossible, visualizing, uh, and people saying you're crazy for it when you're visualizing a dream that, that again you're 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 in a fucking five hundred square foot apartment, mm-hmm. and just visualize visualizing something that seems impossible. You know you're in a hoopty car. And you're just visualizing yourself in this like Bentley and all this amazing like materialistic stuff. But at the end of the day, he made it come true. So it's inspiring because he he was able to get everything he wanted. He became a champion. He became known. He was able to take care of his family. He was able to generate wealth and bring businesses. So yeah, that's I, I just find that those qualities extremely admirable. And that's where I relate to. And that's what I mean. Like just go on beyond the surface of just... Uh, looking at someone and just go, oh, he's yellow, green, blue, black, white, and and dismissing that, you're doing yourself a disservice. I can't imagine how many people that were inspired by him, uh, uh, Muhammad Ali, uh, Bruce Lee, Michael Jordan, uh, Kobe Bryant, LeBron James, right, uh, Joe DiMaggio, uh, Mickey Mantle, Babe Ruth, I mean, the list goes on, and, and, and not just people from their own race and culture, uh, but people from across the board, everyone that I just named, it, they looked at it from a human experience. They they it went beyond than this person's black, white, yellow, green. It it went beyond. It was at the surface, like the struggle, the climb. They watched their growth, and that's what I'm interested in. That's mm-hmm. I love to get to know people at the root of it and just find out what we have in common, 
and, and where can we dig from each other? Uh, yeah, it's definitely the human experience. He definitely inspired people from all spectrums of life and, and borders. You know, just like when you talk about Muhammad Ali and you talk about Bruce Lee, they inspire people. You know, Bruce Lee inspired rappers. You know, yeah, it's people totally yeah. different from fighting or, um, you know, it, it, he inspired people who wanted to be better themselves. But, you know, greatness, you know, to achieve greatness. Right. And I think that's true with Connor. It's like, you know, you want to achieve greatness. You can look at him for inspiration. Right. I look at him. I mean, growing up, um, I looked at Tupac. I look at Michael Jackson. Mm-hmm. You know, it's crazy. A lot of people, Michael Jackson. But, bro, at that time, come on, man. Like Michael Jackson, yeah, we never seen anyone dance like that, sing like that. He was just dope. I mean, people ain't up on it, but Michael Jackson, he was incredible, man. When when, when they were like, oh, his new music video is coming out, everybody was sitting in front of their TVs. Yeah, everybody. Michael Jackson was a shit, and you would not be disappointed. You were like, oh, the music video is dropping tonight on on Fox at eight p.m., bro. It was everybody was ready at eight p.m. We're gonna, yeah. you know, the whole my whole family, we just sitting. And, and my parents, everything. Like, you know, there's a black musician. My parents didn't look at it like, oh, it's a black guy. It's like this guy at the surface, you know, just a black guy. But deep down, we're like, yo, this guy is talented. He's amazing. He transcends all that. So we sit down in the TV, right? And we watch him go um, black and white, that song. And, oh, okay. Yeah, yeah that was a, like, a, like, it was like a whole, you know, national TV event, right? Yeah, yeah. You know, and it was the message was beautiful, the dance moves, the, the violence and him hitting the car it's just for its time for the time that it was in it was just amazing the message and the power that it that michael jackson had for those five minutes probably under five minutes and it was just incredible i just remember as a little boy watching that with my family and just being super inspired not that i wanted to become a dancer or a musician yeah but just the impact that he had and the message that he was giving out like i wanted to somehow be on that level you know what I mean? Like mm. to go, yo, that's that's possible for me. Even though I'm a Chinese guy, I mean, I didn't have any Chinese heroes growing up. Yeah, not in comic books, but I still looked up to Superman, a white man, mm-hmm. right? Uh, I still looked up to Michael Jackson, a black man. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, Tupac. You know, th- those were like my heroes growing up. And then um, uh, I, I I hated MJ because he was like killing the Knicks, killing killer. the Knicks. Yeah. yeah, but I love John Starks, yeah. Patrick Ewing. I mean, those those were my boys. But I got mad respect for MJ. Don't don't get it twisted. Like after the fact when he retired, mm. I could really appreciate his game. But while he's torching my my team, I couldn't. Uh, but you know, these are all, these these were all my heroes. I mean, I had David Robinson, Gary Payton posters up in my living room. Mm. I had all these black heroes. I had all these white heroes. And um, Bruce Lee was probably the only Asian hero that was available to me as a child. Yeah. Right. And I'm glad these days we're able to see, you know, folks. Um, have this diversity of heroes. You could pick an Irish hero now. You could pick a hero that's from Kazakhstan if you love wrestling. You know, yeah. Khabib Nurmagomedov. Oh, he's famous pick, around the world. Yeah, you know, right. And I, I love that. And you could, I mean, the one he put it, he put where he's from on a map. Uh, John Jones, you know, another incredible guy. You know, he picked up fighting from YouTube. I mean, he was God gift, gifted talent. I mean, mm-hmm. he just has uh, incredible physical attributes, but he was able to refine them just through YouTube videos. And then from there, yeah. he's able to meet people that help, you know, sharpen his tool. So, uh, you, we, we touched on Khabib. So what do you think about this Khabib-Ferguson fight that's happening? And, you know, with... I hope Dana, that it happens one. And Dana White, you know, he's finally, like... like he's they like, tried it five times already. Uh, yeah, I know. But it's so crazy right now I with everything with... Time, yeah. yeah, everything with the 
you know coronavirus and and, and things like that they definitely are not gonna hold like a uh event you know dana white has yeah, been no, like no, helping no. on on no, no, doing no. something it's dana white man he's like helping on doing no, something it's dana white he's a boss man like yeah look i don't know dana white like you know but from watching him he's gonna get it done <laughs> like i wouldn't bet against dana white he yeah. is a hell of a commissioner gm whatever fuck he is like boss ass motherfucker that's what he is like he will get it done he if, will get it done i if if he does he's the, brilliant he's a brilliant marketer right. brilliant salesperson he's brilliant if he's able to do this i mean i know people give him shit but he is fucking brilliant if he's able to do a pay-per-view event this, this is probably gonna be the highest because everyone's indoors they, they want to see this well <laughs> i could see dana white saying you know what this fuck like, that we're doing this we're getting a ship and we're fighting on a fucking ship on some Street Fighter Two oh, shit, like you know what I mean. Yo, Guy over, that'd be awesome, man. Like he's gonna, yeah. he's gonna, you know, he's off gonna the coast get, of Abu Dhabi. <laughs> yo, that's off the coast of Saudi Arabia. Dana White will figure it out. I got faith in him. Now I'm not worried about Dana White. I'm worried about Tony Ferguson and Khabib. Mm. I th- I actually think Khabib really wanted though. Yeah, like I don't think I think he's like I think he's at a different level of his career, and and he knows that like he's still at his peak, and he doesn't want to waste it. If it's, if not now, he's gonna be fighting Tony. At a later stage, and and, I don't, and and at the same time, I don't know if Tony's at his peak now. I think he might be towards the end of that, mm. which is a little disappointing. But still, it's still a good fight yeah. um, to 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 watch. Only because I think they tried it so many damn times, and because the brand name. I don't know if it'll be actually be a good fight, but oh, you think it's gonna be a one sided? You think it's gonna go towards Khabib? I think he's gonna win every round. Oof. Wow. I think he's gonna. I'm gonna say it like, and I like Tony Ferguson. I like Tony man. Ferguson too. I like. I like. I his, like. Uh, I like his whole like, <laughs> like, different. Like I saw. I love differences, right? And I just think he's a really interesting character, man. Yeah, he's, he's really, interesting. He's definitely an interesting character. Yeah, but he's himself. I think I don't even know what himself is, yeah. but but uh, Khabib's just a beast, man. Like if I was a UFC fighter, damn, I don't know if I want to fuck with him. If if I had no wrestling skills. I don't know if I want to fuck with him, man, because like he he controls. I I don't know if I want to fight someone that that I know that can control the pace and I can't. But Ferguson is known to be a striker and and a wrestler, right? So he he has he holds like jujitsu BJJ. But skills. the thing is, he's not. I don't think he's in his prime right now. Mm. That's one. Two, Khabib is. I think while this is my opinion, I think while. Tony may not be in his prime, might have dropped a little. Mm-hmm. And let's say they're on equal footing at one point, and Khabib okay. may drop a little. I mean, Khabib, I think, went up, and I think, and Tony kind of went down. Mm-hmm. But I mean, skill level, you, if think you just that's look at the ranking, it speaks for itself. Mm-hmm. Over the years, the ranking Khabib fucking shot up, and Tony Ferguson went down in the rank. Mm-hmm. So if, if you just look at it from, I'm not making shit up. Ranking standpoint, yeah. Right. So I don't know, man. Like, I, again, it's a good fight because of the brand name, but I have a feeling that could be, it won't be as entertaining as people think. It's not going to be a two-way fight. I think it's just going to be one-sided. Mm. That's my guesstimate. However, I'm not going to say that like conclusively, like it's, it's like taking candy from a baby. Tony's a problem. Tony's a motherfucking problem. He wants this shit. Um, but I just don't think that's, that's going to be enough. Mm. I'm looking forward to to what Dana White and the how the fight's gonna happen. I just don't want somebody. I, my concern is not Dana, man. It's not Dana. I think Dana's gonna find out. He's gonna make. My sure concern it is that that fight, one of the fighters, something happens. Knock on wood, 
but one of the fighters something happens and then they're just like oops we can't make it mm. you know somebody gets sick injured or whatever the fuck the reason is like I don't want that happening. Like those two, I know that they really want to fight each other. Dana really wants it to happen. The fans want to get this pay-per-view thing going on. Mm-hmm. I want them to make their money while they still can. I mean, they're putting their bodies on the line is well-deserved. And those two are excellent, excellent characters, fighters, inspirations to people. This fight needs to happen. It mm. needs to happen. Dana knows this. And I hope that fate doesn't fuck one of them up. I hope they come into the fight 100% that they're able to stay healthy. Yeah, definitely. Going into it. So it'll be, I, I mean, I think it'll be better than any other fight that's in the present moment. Yeah. As much as I want to see McGregor back in the ring, I want to see Khabib and Ferguson first. Yeah, I think so too. I, I mean, like, definitely. Yeah, hopefully this thing all blows over soon and uh, we're back to normal because that facial hair of yours is. Uh, <laughs> This is my quarantine facial hair, man. You, I see that. you know, you know how many people are growing out their facial hair. Hey, there, you know a bunch what? Of people You're doing, doing a much better job than I am because it looks like no. I got soy sauce spilled all over my no, mouth. No, you, you're doing it evenly like, though. You got the you got the mustache and I, you got the little I, I, yeah, but I so patch going. It comes in patchy. I think it looks I think it looks goofy, but uh, you know, I'm I'm just gonna I don't have to be in front of people except for this podcast. Yeah, but hey, you know. Like when when am I gonna get a chance to really grow out my hair and my facial? Exactly. Like you know what I mean. So I think I think people should see what's happening to people who are <laughs> working from home right now. You know, you know? being Asian, being Asian, it's a little harder because uh, well, you you're you're like a anomaly. You, I am you an and, anomaly. You though. and my brother, you guys can actually grow like yeah. facial hair, whereas mine comes out very uh, sparse and and uh, patchy. Yeah. You know, but it's, some, uh, actually, I got some compliments. I don't know; they're just being nice. But it looks to me, it's just, it doesn't look as full because very fine. It makes you look more mature and gentlemanly. Like you know, you can grow a nice beard and it looks really good on people. And I think mm-hmm. it looks good on you. Really? Yeah, I don't Thank think you. it looks. I don't think it looks weird on you. See, wow, like I'm, it, I'm a little insecure about it. Some sometimes I think like it does look weird on people, especially Asians, because you know. They don't normally, you know, rock a freaking facial hair. So. Right, and with some Asians, when they grow it in, it could look dirty, unkempt. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah or dirty. it can look like a caricature, caricature. Yeah, like a Fu Manchu kind of. But that's that's know. if they don't keep it up. Like I think you you do need to shape it mm-hmm. like certain ways um, to make it look. Thing, nice. I can't I can't grow it on my like being Asian. No, right now it's, it's I can't grow it like the way you have it all yeah. over your cheeks and your jawline. Yeah. I can't have that. My mine literally grows on um, my just chin. two spots. My chin. <laughs> <laughs> it's like I feel like I'm just going through puberty. But uh, well, I mean, those are the right like, spots to have it. Whatever know? my genetics are, like it's it's my genetic coding, it, my programming, whatever it is, it, it only goes to my chin and uh, the mustache. Well, it looks good on you, and I think. Uh, Thank you, sir. Yeah, I'll keep I'll, I'll take the compliment. Um. Yeah, you know, here this I I grew it out once at work, and and uh, you know the white guys, you know, they grow out like the better, you know, more full, more full beards, yeah. and they were like, "Well, you look like you went down with it and came back up with it." <laughs> oh I was like, "Y'all nasty!" Man. Oh my god! <laughs> I don't know, you heard oh. that? But I was just like, "No," but I can imagine. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So that was that was that, but um. Anyway, so that's the quarantine look that we got going on. If yeah. you guys aren't watching, you can check us out over at uh, our uh, YouTube channel, OK Productions. 
uh, over at Lucky Boys uh, podcast. You got uh, the playlist set up there. You can look at the most recent video if you want to check out our um, facial hair <laughs> and and uh, and the well, other clips well, that we have. Norm's yeah. wearing a hat, but yeah. uh, you know you can see how long my hair is or whatever it is compared to the other clips. I think my hair is just as long as yours too. I and, just, I just, it's unkempt. That's why I'm wearing it. And if you guys are, if you guys can, maybe we could do something fun. I don't know if you guys want to share your quarantine look. Yeah, and uh, <laughs> send it in. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You guys email us your quarantine looks, and uh, if if it's if you guys are cool with it, we'll uh, we'll share it. Yeah, we could rate it. <laughs> yeah, we'll rate it. We'll put it. It'll be an idea for us on the next podcast uh, to rate some of uh, the quarantine looks. So uh, I'd be really curious to see. I think it'd be kind of cool. That said, uh, what are you doing to? I guess what are you uh, what you up to? Um, what are you doing to uh, pass the time? Uh, recommendations. Any recommendations out uh. there? I've been watching, I mean, I'm sure like, you know, being in quarantine and, and working from home, a lot of people, you know, uh, escaping to Netflix, right? So sure. I have uh, this show, I think I've just finished uh, about, uh, it, the show is called All American. Um, it's about a uh, a football player that uh, grew up in, so- in South Crenshaw um, in LA, but he- Let me guess he's Asian. No, no. no. <laughs> he, he grew up in South Crenshaw in, in L.A. And uh, he went to play football for Beverly Hills. And so he oh, came from both worlds. From a black guy? Black guy. How did he end up playing in Beverly Hills, though? Um, if he, he's in Crenshaw. How, well, how did he, he get no, into he, that school district? He grew up in Crenshaw. Um, so he had a, um, admissions, some some sort of lottery program. So he ended up in Beverly Hills High School. and Lottery program. Yeah, lottery program. I bet program. you that guy's mad talented. Well, yeah, yeah. Well, it's based on a real NFL uh, player okay, inspired yeah. by a, a true story, uh, Spencer uh, Pacinger, mm-hmm. um, who played linebacker. And he was on the Giants. Um, oh, yeah? Yeah, his first season with the Giants, they won the Super Bowl. Go G-Man! Yeah, so, yeah, it's, it's based on his Wait, real life which, story. Which Super Bowl? Uh, I, uh, recent? I think the most recent, mm, yeah. The, the one where they beat the Patriots? Yeah, yeah, I think All so. Right. I think so. So it was, um, it's based on uh, his his life is inspired. I gotta this, rub it in for the Boston show. guys listening. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so it's an interesting story about how a kid from, a, you know, a, uh, a poor... Um, neighborhood uh, going to school in uh, a wealthy area and just having that dynamic where his friends were super wealthy while he knew that like coming from where he came from was didn't get all the resources right um that were given to schools in Beverly Hills isn't that like the underlining theme for our podcast today <laughs> having a different vantage point yeah yeah so what was his different vantage point <sighs> i think it was it was more you like know, a big ass head start that these guys have because of their resources versus the the folks that grew up in Crenshaw without it. I I don't think uh, I don't think he looked at at that point of view. I think he mm-hmm. was like he was given an opportunity and right. he was gonna make make sure that this opportunity counted. And so that's why he he went off to play football in, mm-hmm. in college and eventually to the NFL. He right. actually didn't get drafted. He was right. he walked on. So right. yeah, I think he made most of his opportunity that was given to him. Right, and and that's a key word to have those supporters, man. And you know how many successful, talented folks that we miss out? Intelligent guys, high IQ, high emotional, high IQ and EQ uh, that we miss out on only because they don't have the resources. They grew up in a in, in a neighborhood that didn't really support them. Yeah, 
man, we missed out on a lot of talent. I'll just tell you that right now. Mm-hmm. I grew up in that environment, and I will tell you that these were some of the smartest, most talented folks that just got b- dealt a really shitty hand. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? These were like gems. These were diamonds. They really could have changed the world or make an impact for the better. Mm-hmm. And um, when you get into survival mode, you do you do things to survive. Yeah, and it's not pretty. And and if you if you want to judge those folks, look at yourself now. If you lost your job, you've been laid off. Mm-hmm. If yeah. you, I, I'm pretty sure you're thinking about survival, your survival and your families. Now imagine being a kid, right, and not having those resources, and and you're having to grow up at a at a pace. <laughs> that you're not supposed to you know having to be an adult at 12 years old taking care of siblings taking care of your parents you know just doing what you need to do to survive and not thinking about thriving you know when you're when you're playing defense you can't you can't go on offense and there's just so many we we live in the most or at least we've been taught we live in the richest country in the world in the land of opportunity and yet we have people in in all these different cities and states that comes from all walk of, all walk of life, every single color, and we can't even we can't even get them to a point where they can thrive. And we're doing our country and, and just as a as a human, just a huge disservice. You know, just so many people I just seen waste their lives, man. Whether they just became too old or they just never really refined their craft. Mm. And they never got to a point where they could share it with the world but i know so many people and i bet you guys do too where if you grew up in a hood you you knew some people that were just incredibly talented incredibly gifted that just never had the right support um so that being said if i ever make it and i'm putting this on record and i've been told you this since we were in college <clears throat> i i want us you know or myself, just I'm gonna hold myself accountable into doing my part into um, promoting that and helping people that are less fortunate but are incredibly gifted mm-hmm. to give back to this world and mm-hmm. do incredible things and share their talent. I'm all for that. Yeah, amazing. Yeah. But great recommendation. Uh, that sounds like a fantastic yeah. story. It's like that movie with um, what's that actress? He played for. Oh my gosh, he he was uh he was adopted or something by uh, by this white family. Yeah. Oral or Yeah, he God. played for the Ravens. Gosh. Uh, yeah. Sandra story? Bullock is in the movie. Sandra Bullock. The mother. Yeah, I remember that uh story. Yeah, yeah. so I'm sorry I'm leaving you guys hanging, man. Yeah. I don't I don't have somebody look up the internet stuff. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we can't use the internet right we're, now. We're we're pretty limited um cuz we're at a home setup, but but I will say you guys can Google Sandra Bullock football movie and I'm, and I'm <laughs> it's going to come up and do play for the Baltimore Ravens. It's a pretty good movie, man. Yeah. It's a good feel good movie and it's based on his true story. And uh, it was pretty dope. It was pretty dope what they did for him. Um, if it, if it, the story really did go like that, it wasn't all Hollywood up. I'm sure it was in some way. It can't be totally, you know, true, yeah. but in some way, anyway, um, we go look at movies for fantasy to mm-hmm. escape. And, yeah. um, it's just beautiful out there that um, that a family was inspired to to help someone else out who had that type of talent and was able to uh, make the most of it. Watch him grow as 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 big as he possibly can, mm-hmm. um, spiritually, physically, just bring out the full potential. And that's what I'm about, man. I, I love bringing the full potential out of everyone. 
Uh, I love seeing that, man. I love seeing that. What's so? What what's inspiring you? Like, what are you been like? What do you recommend during this quarantine time? It's it's hard because I've been trying to stay at a positive mindset Hmm. in a negative world, and 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 especially being Asian, you know, right now, and and I don't want to play the race card or victim card, but it's 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 challenging for a lot of people out there um, already. If you're not Asian, and then to worry about your family, your friends, or people in your community, or yourself. Uh, being assaulted in any way, shape, or form. Uh, now you have to you have you have a couple of things to watch out for, and so it's hard to be positive right now, dealing with the facts that are out there. Um, how I'm keeping myself busy, man. Well, here's my recommendation. You know, uh, if we're talking about just regular entertainment, and we're, we're being fun here. Ozark. <laughs> oh, you just started that? Ozark Life. You just started Ozark? No, no, man. Season three just dropped. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah, 10 episodes be paired. I think eight, eight or 10. I think it's 10 episodes. Oh, I didn't know it just dropped. Ozark. Hey, if you guys aren't listening to, if you guys aren't watching Ozark and, you, and you're a Breaking Bad fan, then, then Ozark is, is in that kind of category. If you like Breaking Bad, I would... I would highly recommend Ozark. Um, it just deals with, and, and it's so, it's not like Breaking Bad where you have a, a, a father dealing with cancer and going with the Mexican mafia, dealing with the most incredible meth, blue crystals. But in the sense of like the, the feeling and the action, I mean, it's just so well done. It's so well executed. The acting, oh my gosh, the casting, incredible. The, the directing Jason I mean, Bateman he plays Jason the Bateman main character, and right? he also directed some of this really I think I think I, think I saw his name come up you in the credits what? he I, is Jason Bateman is incredible you, you, know, you, you don't want to think Yo, I, Jason Bateman props to you Yo, props to him uh, I know he's not listening but in the in the point zero 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 point you don't know you six are. degrees of separation by the way so yes but know. Jason Bateman man my hat's off to you sir thank you for Ozark man yeah. thank you like Yo, he is the man. Mm. And he's not playing this tough guy. It's just like a, a get the grain kind of gangster. Kind right. of, and that's what I mean, parallel with Breaking Bad. Because it's that Breaking Bad to me is my all-time favorite um, series. Like right? crime series or just series in general? Series in general. Okay. Like you're talking about one-hour series? Yeah. Up there. Like top three, Lord of the Rings. No, mm-hmm. not Lord of the Rings. What the fuck am I talking Game of Thrones. Game of Thrones, okay. Um, Breaking Bad. And I think I'm gonna put Ozark there, man. Mm. I, I I know some people like Better Call Saul and all this yeah. other stuff, but Ozark, man, is it's only two, three seasons in, but it was so good because it's not like this outrageous gangster. It's like someone you can connect to. This guy's a family man, and the whole family becomes gangster with him. Mm. Whereas Breaking Bad, it was just the father trying to keep it a secret from everyone, right. shield his family. Whereas mm-hmm. this one, the father, everyone gets pulled into it. His daughter. His son and they're just kids, but they're but they're cool with it. They're, they're they're like, okay, we're well, down with you, Dad. They're trying to right, yeah. and 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 he's and he's just and he's trying to make. What's interesting, the dynamic is that the parents are trying to make them live a normal life, mm-hmm. and and the two children are more like they come up with some really good ideas on on the gangster world. Mm-hmm. So I was like, this family, this white family that you would look in the suburbs in the catalog, like, yeah, they can, you know, do the white things that white the, the typical white American where you're like, oh, they can they're so legit, nice, fall along, they play between the lines, all that stereotypical, you know, 
uh, upper middle class white goes down the drain. That's the surface. And you drill down. That's yep. me, the key theme today in, in today's podcast. Yep. You drill down. These motherfuckers are criminals. They're killers. Oh, They're power hungry. They're, they play the politics. Mm-hmm. And they do it better than any fucking gangster that's hardcore. Oh. I love it, man. You yeah. got to watch Ozark. If you guys uh, are, we're talking about just like entertainment. Yeah. Um, and just kind of forget about this mess for a hot second, escape reality. Ozark, man, I'm so glad they came out season three. It, it is because, um, you know, Netflix and sometimes give you two seasons and drop it like they did OA. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that was wrong. But, yeah. man, Ozark, I'm so glad you gave them a season three, man. And, and keep it going until until they, 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 they the wheels fall off, man. Yeah. It is awesome. Awesome, awesome, awesome. I didn't finish season three because it just came out last night. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah. Friday night. I mean, we're recording. I didn't even start season two. So. We're recording this on a Saturday, but yeah. if if uh, I don't know, we're probably gonna put this out in the middle of the week next week. But um, yeah, man, Ozark guys. I just got one episode in, and and in the middle of the episode, I gave it a round of. I started clapping because it was so good. In the middle of episode one last night, I just started clapping because it was so damn good, man. Season premiere. It was wow. just so in the middle of it. Just the way they transitioned it, I love it, man. My wife fell asleep, but yeah. I'm a big fan. I'm feeling it. Jason it's, Bateman it, again it, has it, off to you. It man. is a little slow burn. It's like a slow burn. I, I mean, like you definitely have to pay attention. It's, it's like so, Breaking the, Bad. The, the payoff is so good. Oh, yeah. The payoff is so good. So that's my recommendation. Mm-hmm. Ozark, um, if, if, you know, for you to escape reality. I'm going to cheat a little. I'm going to give a second recommendation. Okay. You know, Let's hear it. Um, again, the key theme today was to give a different vantage point. And uh, I challenge everyone listening to to really give yourself a different vantage point. Now, I'm not saying like if you're a racist listening to this or you're whatever listening to this and you found some value, cool, cool, cool. Um, but I'm just I'm just talking about anyone that's listening to this. Uh, I think we can all benefit from just doing something we haven't done before that we maybe we're too afraid of. So maybe it, you thought meditation was weird. Maybe you thought yoga was weird. Um, just find something. While we're in quarantine, it gives us an opportunity. Everyone's on pause right now. Right. So you don't have to worry about someone getting ahead of you too much. Right. So everyone's trying to fall into a routine, but I challenge everyone to break that routine. Break. And I'm talking about mental thinking, the way you think routine. Or if you never worked out, maybe try to give yourself a 20 minute workout. Find a workout routine on YouTube or Instagram, whatever it is. But I challenge you guys to do that. Go against the grain Try something new. Give yourself a different perspective. Or if it's a mental perspective, um, maybe it's not so spiritual. Maybe it's not so physical. Maybe uh, mentally you want to challenge yourself to learn a new language slowly. Just see what it's about. Just dabble in it. Um, just I challenge you just to do something you would have never done. Do something opposite you. And I bet, I'm willing to bet you will like it. I'm willing to bet. I'll put a bet on that. No. Yeah. I second that. Open your mind. I yeah. mean, like, I, I, I Something don't... Something you thought was crazy. <laughs> and I'm talking about, like, like extreme. Extreme. Something you thought was crazy corny. Oh, okay. Okay. Some Like, I used to think yoga was crazy corny. Mm. I used to think hanging out with nerds was crazy corny. I used to want to be with, like, the roughest, toughest, most gifted, athletic, you know, uh, physically got the great attributes. And then I was like, no, let me try to make friends with this with everyone opposite of that on the surface. And, mm. and what I found that there's a lot of beautiful people from all walks of life. Oh yeah. Definitely. So I challenge everyone to go against the grain. 
of your programming or what you was taught and just look get a different vantage point and that's my recommend that's my primary recommendation but if you just you know you don't want to dig that deep and you're listening to this and you just want something that isn't so serious that's kind of more surface laid back check out ozark man it's a good watch <laughs> it's like rec- life recommendations <laughs> hey man hey my whole point is to give value oh yeah right? i love doing that and um, i hope yeah and i, I find hope that uh you know what we talk about on a daily um and on our on our podcast you know has that value for you guys Yo, so. we only been out for a couple of months and i know some people make fun of us because we don't got like a gazillion subscribers we're, and that's we're, cool with me too we're, we're there almost <laughs> hey hey we're not buying any right yeah um, I know everyone does it. They say everyone does it. That's cool. I mean, that's your swag. I ain't knocking it. So, but what I'm saying is, um, it doesn't deter me. But at the same time, the one that do subscribe to us, the one that do follow us, the one that do comment and send us messages, and we may not reply to all of them, but I want to tell you that we do read them and that we do appreciate it, man. Um, especially when it's this micro, because we're not on a macro scale. Uh, it really means a lot to us. Um, that you guys do support us and that you guys do get value out of this. So in that sense, you encourage us and and really, I mean, we really do talk about like, yo, how can we um, bring more value to the table to you guys uh, and and just keep you guys with us, you know? And, and um, maybe one day I get, to, well, we get to meet some of y'all and, uh, you know, whatever maybe chill whatever it is man I, I i like i would love that man i love meeting people i love picking people's brains and just hearing stories man i love listening to people and just knowing that uh we made a difference because when we made a couple of our um web series back in the day or or something else that we did and then and then we, we actually got a, a award for it and um you know we met a lot of people that saw it and then they said that they that it touched them and even the actors that were in it they said hey people are coming up to me and 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 telling me that you know it's amazing and and they're getting roles from it just from seeing the 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 web series that we have and 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 they didn't have to audition i mean to me that means a lot that we're able to impact so many people's lives and help them move along further in their dreams uh that that to me is just a beautiful thing man that we're able to contribute contribute and and pay forward yeah yeah so in this time i think we really need we all could use that type of mindset as difficult as it is i understand uh, but that's where it is, and and that's how we should. Yeah, that's keep how we moving move. forward. Yeah, keep moving forward. That's that's all. You know, that's all we ask of each other, and for you guys who who are listening, just keep moving forward. Yeah. Um. Thank you for watching and listening to Lucky Boys podcast. Don't forget to smash that like button and subscribe. Yeah. Hey. Do just what he said. Subscribe and uh, like and comment again. Thank you guys a lot. We appreciate you guys. Stay safe. Stay healthy. One love. Let the boys out.